Hey, do you know we spun off all of my YouTube content from the Ringer's YouTube channel into its own YouTube channel? Yeah, you could subscribe at youtube.com slash Bill Simmons. All the videos from this podcast and the rewatchables as well as six years of content that we've done. A lot of great interviews, a lot of special stuff. Go check it out. Subscribe, youtube.com slash Bill Simmons. This episode of the Bill Simmons podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Make this summer the best one yet. Invest in a Simply Safe home security system. I have one. I love it. It's a great way to protect your home when you're not there. Um, you need one, especially during the summer. You know what burglars know? People go away during the summer. That's what happens. So when you're away, you want to make sure your place is protected. You want to make sure that you potentially have little camera things you can watch on your phone to see what, what's happening at your house, at your front door, inside. You deserve some peace of mind. Get it today with Simply Safe. Right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're also brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. I hope you're checking out the Prestige TV podcast. We have new stuff on Ozarks, uh, the first four episodes of the new season, as well as the newest Euphoria episode, big Hall of Fame episode of an old Prestige show coming later this week. I'm not going to spoil that one. I am going to spoil Monday Night's Rewatchables because I tipped it off. You should follow me on Instagram. Sometimes I'll tip off things. Sometimes I'll post dumb videos. I think I have a solid Instagram. I think I have a high batting average on it. Uh, anyway, posted a video from Casino, the blackjack scene, because we're doing Casino and it's coming on Monday night. We had been due to do an A-lister for a few weeks now. We hadn't done like a true banger for a while. So that's coming Monday night. Me, Sean Fennessy, Chris Ryan. Brian Koppelman was supposed to be on it, but he flew back to New York. So that's what you get. You're 3,000 miles away, Koppelman. Sorry. So Casino, Monday Night, The Rewatchables. Check it out. Coming up on this podcast. Woo! The greatest round two of all time. I hate the greatest. I hate the goat. I hate all that stuff without like real evidence. There's no way we had four better games in one weekend than this. Cousin Sal and I are going to break all of it down. Winning bets, losing bets, dumb decisions, heroes, goats. We'll make fun of Aaron Rodgers. We got it all for you. It's all next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, we're taping this. It's a little before 8 o'clock on Sunday night. Needed an extra hour after those games. I needed oh. to just regroup. Sal needed to drive home. He was watching with a bunch of friends. Best weekend ever for football. I don't even think it's debatable. I don't even know what would be second place. I was thinking about it on my drive home. I was just driving in circles, like just, just so happy to have football. But I was thinking like, okay, if they could have come to you, the gambling gods and the football gods, and said, 
All right, we're going to give you the worst playoff weekend of all time last week. It's going to be marred by officiating and yep. poor play and bad luck and just stupid just stupid crap throughout the weekend. But in exchange, you will get one game where the officials are not involved and you're going to see the greatest playoff performance of all time. And I think that's what we just saw in the Chiefs' uh, mm. bills. And with two quarterbacks, statistically, no two quarterbacks have had over 123 passer rating in the uh, playoffs before. That was as dynamite as it gets, and that's why we're football fans. What's funny is that game could have sucked, and it still would have been an incredible weekend because all the other games were great. Heading into that game, it, it just had to be like a B minus, and it would have been, I think, the best. Well, the weekend. games were. You thought the games were. I was arguing with Hench about this. Like the endings were all great, but that Packers Niners game wasn't great. The you know the for, for oh. two hours that Rams Bucks game wasn't great. Well, I beg to differer. I thought what? they were incredible. <laughs> I thought they were incredibly dramatic. Bengals Titans yeah, was just like watching a team figure out all these different ways to <laughs> to shoot themselves in the foot. That was riveting, especially if you bet on them. The yeah. Packers Niners game, there was just a lot of subplots and weird shit going on because you had Rodgers who all of a sudden couldn't do anything anymore. You had Jimmy yeah. G who's just a heart attack every play. You had this tough Niners team. You had guys getting walking off the field left and right. Special teams. It was snowing. It was zero degrees. Like that was a fun game. Buck well, but let me, all right, but let me just ask you one thing regarding the Packers Niners game. Can I borrow $83,000? <laughs> I'll pay you back over uh, seven <laughs> years, interest free, but you'll get it eventually. I got some things cooking. So you didn't like, <laughs> you didn't like the special the, teams block I mean, for a touchdown? I, I added like any of it. I, what, what would you have thought? I forget about the live lines, which we're always looking at, but what would you have thought the live line was when Green Bay comes down and scores in two minutes? And then on third and 12, Jimmy G gets sacked by Zadarius Smith, who's coming back from injury in fourth yeah. and 21. You must be like, oh, my God, they're going to win by 34 points, let alone can they score more than three the rest of the game? It's insane to me. I, I, I don't know where you want to start with it. You want to well, start with that game or this one? No, let's start, let's start Bill's Chiefs and then we'll go okay. backwards. Yeah. Bill's Chiefs, you know, and, it, and Twitter is partly responsible for this, but every time anything amazing happens, yeah. everybody rushes to say it was the greatest game ever. I just want to mm -hmm. say that wasn't the greatest NFL playoff game ever, but I think it moved into some whatever list, however many you want to put on there of these games that happened mostly in our lifetime, but there are a couple before games that you just could remember with like two words, three words, one short sentence. Like when we grew up, the Immaculate Reception, which neither of us were old enough to, mm -hmm. you know, to remember. But that was like a famous game, right? We're both old enough to remember the Kellen Winslow 41-38 sure. Dolphins Chargers yep, game. Dolphins Chargers. The catch was probably one of the worst sports losses of your childhood. Plug my ears. Yeah. The fumble, um, the drive. Like we we we've had seven or eight non-Super Bowl, and this mm. just moved in there. This was the game where it was like Allen and Mahomes were just out of their minds, and I've never yeah. seen two quarterbacks on a stage like that just kind of raise the stakes, almost like. I don't know. It was like watching Jenga, just people pulling things out of a Jenga stack. Like, all right, now you're up. And it just kept going. Amazing. And they ran the ball too, right? You don't see that from all those games you you named. Like, there's all right, great passing performances or one of the quarterbacks run. Have you seen two quarterbacks run for first downs as hard as those two guys did? No. Like, just taking, like, Mahomes, like, Allen I just knocked need a the guy break. out. The guy, the guy was oh scared off the field in the fourth quarter. So damn good. And as you know, as much as you want to celebrate football, I went to college in upstate Western New York. I have a lot of Bills fans, friends there. I know. And they are. Uh, I, I, 
I hate being serious, but they're amongst the greatest fans. I'm not just saying that because it's a mafia and they could kill me. But for God's sakes, this in totality, I think, is worse than it. Is it worse than one of the Super Bowls? I mean, the Cowboys, Cowboys Super Bowl, that first one wasn't close, right? The Bills were winning at halftime against the Giants. They were beat, beat up by Washington. This is just this is terrible. Just Norwood, terrible. Norwood's still the worst. Norwood, if you yeah, make it, you win the that's Super Bowl. But this is I think this, this is has second. everything be in the everything's in the past and this. Like this is so 13 seconds. Fandle had it 16 to 1 odds that that the Chiefs would win with 13 seconds left. Oh, seriously? And how many times do I text you house and and uh and hench like the the live line for the Chiefs and I just forgot to do it this week because I was funny. so fixated on the game. When they kicked off through the end zone and the clock didn't move. Yeah. I actually thought to myself, oh my God, because a few years ago when the Pats played the Chiefs, it was they had more time, but it was a slightly similar situation where we scored right. with like 30 seconds left and it was like, oh, this mm-hmm. is over. And then the Chiefs moved 50 yards and like it felt like three plays and all of a sudden they were, you know, back in the yeah. game. Um, look, you have you you have to make the clock move somehow. But all the people were like, you have to squib it. Like they were terrified of Tyreek Hill. And to me, was this he was, back there? Was he definitely yeah, he back was. there? He, he was. was. Okay. And I think this is, I think he was. You don't think he was back there? I, I'm not sure. Well, I'm, reading, I'm, I'm reading conflicting reports. I, I, I guess he was, but uh, I, I don't know. I just read something. That I might have. Well, I mean, been, they, it, I at, some, at some point it felt like it was either the Tyreek Hill game or the Gabriel Davis game. And now I think yeah. it's the Mahomes Allen game because I think that's, well, remember, but Hill was so frightening that they kicked it through the end zone. Now, people were saying, I, I don't know why nobody's tried this, but you could basically just tackle receivers, get the five-yard penalty. At the line the of scrimmage. You could, do it, you you could do, do it once. I think you could do it once, and then you're not called for a personal foul. So on first down, you could do that, bleed five seconds, and then he has to throw the Hail Mary. That would have been, if, you're, if, you're, uh, if your coach is on the ball and just not in, enthralled by what's going on, then that would have been the play, yeah. Well, you know what you shouldn't do is just gave up two <laughs> 25-yard passes. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I felt so bad for the Bills fans. I mean, of all the teams, there's really oh, three the terrible teams. I guess four. The the Bills, the Vikings, the Browns, and then the Lions who never even get to play in the playoffs. But if they did, this would be mm-hmm. a terrible loss. But those are the four that you're kind of, it's a terrible loss anyway. But as you're watching, you're going, oh, man, not these fans. No. Yeah. Not, not to these people. They think, you think 13 seconds left, you, you, even with Mahomes, you assume the game's over. As you said, 16 to 1 odds Ugh. that the Chiefs can win. But then you see the Bills, and you're like, all right, this makes sense. And and then you you say, talk about those fan bases. But if you're a Bills fan, you you take a Lions fan aside and like you tell them you have no idea how good yeah. you have it. You're better like, off. You don't, have you're to better off. You don't yeah, know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now, the good news is they have Josh Allen. But the bad news is that he might be snake bitten. He might just have to go against Mahomes. You know, or Herbert or Lamar Jones. It's just the AFC quarterbacks are tremendous. And Burrow, who's actually in the semifinals. So I, I don't know what to take of it, but I actually wrote that down. As I was watching the game, I realized that everybody in the AFC is screwed except for the teams with Allen and Mahomes and Herbert and Burrow. Mm-hmm. If you don't have what, like I have Mac Jones, who's a perfectly nice quarterback. I love Mac Jones, but in a game like the one we saw today, we have no chance against Mahomes or right. Like it, maybe it just, Deshaun Watson, who knows where he ends up. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it's almost like what happened in the NBA, where you have at some point there's like four guys that can win the title or five guys. And if you don't have one of those five guys, you can 
delude yourself into thinking you have a chance. You know, they're you not going to win a couple lose. rounds, yeah. but odds are you're going to probably lose to LeBron or Durant or yeah. whoever it is. And that's how I felt oh, watching that game. I was like, wow. It was so fucking good. It's um, I still can't get over it, how how crazy. And I don't need a million points scored, although we were owed for all our parlays and anytime touchdowns and everything. It was nice to, after that shit show yesterday where nobody at all scored. Like Tannehill threw the only touchdown pass yesterday. Tannehill. It was terrible. And he had well, the only touchdown pass. It seemed like this game was, what was the final over under? It seemed like this game was going to go under at one point. 54. Yeah. 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 And, you know, we could talk about like, you know, we were arguing back and forth about like the punting, the decision to punt. I was like, you got to put, you're at your 31 yard line. You could punt. This is an average scoring game. At the time, it was 23 21 with 12 minutes left. It's like, you're stopping the Chiefs. They're getting field goals. Yeah. It's not 45 38 here in the fourth quarter. I thought those were decent decisions to punt at the time. And then it just got just crazy at the end. I felt like. Allen, anytime he wanted, could run for three yards in, from the yeah. shotgun, which is something that they really unleashed over the last eight weeks. But you had, you know, you had the the Bucker misses the PAT mm -hmm. after Jay Feely puts the all time kibosh on Bucker. I'll never forgive as somebody bet on the Chiefs. I'll never forgive Jay Feely. They're showing Bucker. He hasn't kicked anything yet. Jay Feely is like. This guy, other than Justin <laughs> Tucker, is the best kicker in the league. I'm like, oh, great. Right. He's definitely missing now. He's done. Comes in, misses <laughs> a 50-yard field goal, misses a PAT. So I'm calculating those points. Anyone who has the over in the game is like, oh, there's four points out the window. But Casey goes up nine. Allen has the 25-yard touchdown. And then there's this weird sequence where Casey punts. Buffalo has it. They punt, like you mentioned, where it felt like, why don't you're probably not getting the ball back. Now Tyreek has the big punt return. Now it's like, oh, Chiefs have this. They they have it won. Right. And then we have that crazy third and one play where all of a sudden Mahomes is running to the left. He's a wide receiver. And I think it wasn't even Kelsey. It was like Blake Bell. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, number 81. Like, the tight end. Yeah. Sal. Backup tight end is taking a snap. Now just the part, just the Sal. taking the snap part is, is rough for a guy who hasn't taken a snap, let alone the playoff game. Sal. Yeah. Uh, Sal. We... How does Mahomes not have the ball there? If you score, you win. You're up two scores. It's third Here's and one. You have two chances. Third and one. You have your fucking backup tight end doing shotgun pitch plays. What is happening? There's no no excuse for that. There's no excuse for the backup tight end or anything. But there's a better play. But I that that him getting injured on that quarterback sneak against Denver two years you ago think it really screwed out? that up. It took yeah. that play out of there, right? So then 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 the defense knows that's not going to be a quarterback sneak. And then you can kind of key on whoever's in the backfield. Now you could do something tricky with Tyree Kill yeah, or you something. Know, but you know that play they have because you've seen them do it a hundred times. Quick snap. Sweep. Mahomes rolls out. Mahomes rolls out and throws that quick three-yard slant to Hill, who's the fastest Somebody's guy open. on earth. Yeah. And he's always yeah. open. Either way, Mahomes way has better to have option. the ball. So yeah. somehow, I think this is like one of the lessons of this whole season is coach hero ball. These coaches, yeah. they can't just be like, ah, Patrick Mahomes. I'm not going to mm -hmm. overthink this. No. Here comes, here comes Blake Bell. We're gonna, they're, <laughs> they're never gonna see this one coming. So anyway, now you've always had a hard on for Blake oh. Bell, though. <laughs> I do, well, I do like when he's in the shotgun. So is then it we Blake have, Bell? Is that an actress or it is Blake Bell? Is, is his name Blake Bell? Yeah, I guess it is. No, Blake that's Bell, Lake yeah. Bell was the actress. Oh, Lake Bell. This so Buffalo gets the ball back. Different people. Yeah. Allen's on fourth and four, and does that huge shotgun scramble thing. And mm -hmm. and just makes a play, which was awesome. That leads Crazy. to the fourth and thirteen TD to Davis. 
Well, the, the, you skip over that. Point. That's insane. Fourth and thirteen. Like they, yeah. that you could have kicked the field goal there and then be done. But you know, then just need one more field goal. But fourth no. and thirteen throws a bullet in there. Well, because they knew they probably weren't getting the ball back. He, by the way, he breaks the guy's ankles in that Davis. So yeah. then they get the two point on yet another incredible Josh Allen rolling around, yeah. pulling a play out of his ass, sitting the guy in back of the end zone. Then Tyreek has a sixty-four yarder, comes and all the way are back. Thinking, Davis scores. Uh, but what, are you thinking Tyreek should have gone down? Like there's, you're giving Allen too much time. Go down, make them spend their timeouts. Then you're starting to think Madden video game esque, right? Like this is way too much time for both quarterbacks. But yeah, go ahead. He scores with what a minute thirteen? Well, I, for, I, I had Chiefs minus one. I'm delighted Hill scores, and ten yeah. seconds later, I'm like, oh god, there's too much time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, there's no way Josh Allen who hasn't been deterred by anybody in the what Chiefs the entire game. game. So what then they game. come back down. Davis scores, 13 seconds mm -hmm. left, and you know the rest. So now we get to the coin toss. The Chiefs lost to this to my Patriots a couple years ago. And mm -hmm. I, so I'm going to change my opinion slightly on this because I was oh, the, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. why? Because the Pats didn't win the coin toss an hour I ago? I have a better idea. Yeah. So initially it's like, look, the... We got to stop the other team. Don't give up a touchdown. Get the ball. Mm -hmm. If you give up a touchdown, you deserve to lose. The Pats beat the Falcons this way. They beat the Chiefs this way. I do think there's something to the defenses being just dead in the overtime. Of course. Of course. It's I, not fair. I, I was able to watch it objectively this time without my team. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Buffalo's <laughs> defense is, is dead. Yeah. But, you can um, actually see their breath. And when it's coming out like rapid fire, that means they're, they're about to have a heart attack. Maybe it should be more than just one possession. So... They, a couple of months ago, I've been waiting to tell you about this. I follow this Twitter account called Quirky Research. Mm -hmm. And they had this thing a couple months ago. They had this article from the Boston Globe in 1980 or 81. And the Pats, when I was a kid, they would just lose in overtime every time. So the Pats mm -hmm. were complaining about the overtime rules. And they suggested the coach, Ron Earhart, his suggestion was that in overtime, this was 40 years ago, and it's like one of the best ideas I've ever heard. I can't believe I've never heard it. First team gets the ball in OT. If they mm -hmm. score, the number of plays that it took for them to score, the other team gets the ball, mm. and they now have to score in the same amount of plays or less. Interesting. So uh, what game you, shows so, this? I feel like this is like, <laughs> no, honestly, I, I kind of named that tunish, but yeah. Well, so like that. Yeah. if the, the Chiefs, they score a touchdown, right? They score in right. six plays. If we're watching mm -hmm. today, now Buffalo has the ball. They have to score a touchdown in six plays or they lose. Six is a tie, a six tie or five plays. Like they have to do one less. Yeah. I mean, so six, you can't have six, six, six. KC gets yeah. the ball back. Yeah. If maybe, I don't know, they, I didn't see that part in the Globe article. If it's less than six, <laughs> do they actually win? But maybe they have to, to score in six yeah. plays and then it just keeps going. But mm -hmm. I like that idea more than just you, you Josh yeah. Allen just loses without touching the ball. That's not bad. Or just how about the Chiefs kick it off after going up six or seven? That's it. And then just then just play it out. So you wouldn't like the play counter on the bottom in overtime where Romo's like, okay, Jim, that's four plays. <laughs> but they're on the 15th. I guess it would be exciting. This with six plays. Buffalo has to score in six plays. No? It's, it's, it is more exciting, but it doesn't really jive with the rest of the how rules go. But I, I like it. <laughs> what does? <laughs> what, I don't know. What rule makes sense where Josh Allen calls tails, they lose, yeah. and he never sees the ball again. They couldn't stop him. Uh, I know it. I, I'm just glad the refs didn't blow it, really. I, I th they almost did. And we both thought 
Actually, with the Rams game, but well, all right, we'll get to that. But uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was phenomenal. No, they, this goal. game. Yeah. So, did you think with Tyreek Hill when he's running and he does the peace sign? I'm like, they're not going to flag that, right? Like, please, because did you yeah, see yeah, that? Yeah. That that that's been called all year. They've called of course, that, yeah, the taunting penalty, but go. they they put it away that game. Yeah. So, what do we? So, what do we remember this game? This is the Allen versus Mahomes game. What do we call this game? Um, this the Allen Mahomes game. Because you think I mean, like can, the great games we, you can always remember was some sort yeah. of something. Can we just uh, call it the Tony Romo game? I mean, the guy's got <laughs> nothing. He's got nothing. <laughs> just give it to him. <laughs> Even though he wasn't on the field. All right. So yeah. what, do, what do we say to Buffalo fans? What do we say? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I Move to the NFC. Move to the NFC North. Somehow you're sort of you're in the north. Go to the NFC to, to petition the league and just say, "Look, our fan base, our uh, this town is crippled with misery over this football." I know team. we're in New York. I know we're on the East yeah. Coast. But if you really right. think about it, the Giants are in New York too, and it makes it yeah, that's yeah, Buffalo's not that case. far from Cleveland or any. Yeah, they, they can get a North. They can get a North division by them, you know. Um, but uh, I, I don't know what to say. Josh Allen is a phenomenal talent. And he should be great. And you have a Hall of Famer on the roster for the next, uh, God willing, decade. But can he lose to Mahomes every year? Probably. It's very sad. I have a couple of things to say that will make the Buffalo fans actually matter, not feel better. <laughs> One is just unleash Allen the whole game. What was up with all the handoffs? What are you doing? They couldn't stop. Anytime Allen went back to pass, either, yeah. either he found the guy right away or he scrambled for time. He was noticeably faster and stronger than every defensive lineman who was chasing him. It just Crazy. didn't matter. It was like beating the shit out of the oh, defense. Yeah, we have, like we have two guys getting you from both sides. Now he mm -hmm. sidesteps him, runs around, gets six yards, whatever. And I, I think, I just think they should have scored every time. I actually think their offense seemed more potent than the Chiefs offense, even though the Chiefs won. Like I, I came away from that game thinking like, especially when the two D-backs went out and they're running the ball and it's like, they, the chief secondary was flimsy anyway. Then they, they lost Honey Badger. They lost one other guy. It's like, why aren't you attacking these guys? And then finally, they I mean, Gabriel the Davis was a career day. Like, just, uh, he'll never, what more do you have to do? What did he have? 201 yards on eight catches? Four I, touchdowns. The one thing where it's, yeah, four touchdowns. But Devin Singletary, wasn't he running the ball well in the beginning? What the hell happened there? Like, I was, I was thinking, like, if these quarterbacks do need a break from running, where is, where is Singletary? Where's, Edward Zolaire even had a, a probably the best run of his career. And like, and then it just no, no it's got to be quarterbacks taking care of everything. If you had to guess how many Mahomes Allen playoff games are we getting? What, what would you set the over under for? Oh, if wow. We're, if we're betting that, would you say five and a half? Yeah, this is good. Okay. Six and a half. Cause so you could here, conceivably they should play each other every year. They should, but Burrow, <laughs> all those guys we mentioned, Burrow and Herbert right. could pick one of them off, um, depending on if a game is on. Uh, I think three and a half more is is fair. Well, the biggest thing, and this is what Schrager and I, we picked KC in the million dollar picks. The big thing mm -hmm. was Mahomes is like, oh, Josh Allen's the new hot toy. Watch this. He right. definitely did that. Now, Allen didn't get psyched out. He gave it right back to him. But no. I thought that was just an incredible Mahomes game. Phenomenal. Some of the throws, some of the angles, like both of those guys were doing shit. It was like watching, honestly, it was like watching basketball players. It was like I mean, watching, Mahomes, yeah, he threw a 15-yard pass that I don't think was ever three and a half 
feet off the ground. Right. I'd never seen it, right? Like a completed pass, like just really rifled like a, a you know, shortstop throwing across the diamond. I mean, we've seen it before, but not that that far and that low. Yeah, yeah when you just, talk about one, the, one drive after another, was better. Yeah, when you talk about the great games ever, I don't, we said Brady and Manning had these, but really more during the regular season that in the mm -hmm. 06 AFC title game, it had the makings of it, but man, you know, the Pats didn't have the weapons that Manning had in that game. I don't remember two QBs in a winner, winner go home game where it felt like basketball. And it, and by yeah. the way, it wasn't like an incredible game or anything. The first three quarters, it really was like, it no, it went to close. another level for like an hour. Yeah. It was fun to watch, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah. Well, amazing. that's what and I was then saying. It became like, basketball. You didn't blame the teams for punting, which is, which seems, uh, in, in retrospect, seems in, insane, but, uh, there wasn't a ton of scoring. I didn't like the second. Point. I didn't like that Bills punt. Yeah. I just felt like they were getting fourth and one, fourth and two anytime they wanted. Was it fourth and one? Or what, whatever what it was. It was no. fourth and, there was fourth and three. What was that one when they punted? When it was uh, 23-21. Oh, it was at I least like fourth that. and three. Yeah. I, I didn't know. like it. I'm telling you, 23-21 is an average score in the fourth quarter. Like they were stopping the Bill, the Chiefs. Stopping by, you know, at three, you know. It wasn't like uh, the Chiefs of two years ago until the end. Andy Reid used to lose those games was the other thing. Mm. You know, and those, he's one of those guys where the Super Bowl feels like it shifted his something. Because yeah. that, that was like the one of the snake bit coaches we had. Now we have this Buffalo thing. But their fans were really confident. I think I think this probably stung as much as anything since the Norwood game just because they felt like we finally have the winning horse. Like, this is it. Nobody understands how good Josh Allen is. And by the way, they weren't wrong. Josh no. Allen was amazing. So they actually was the uh, it was the right thing to well, think. But yeah, fuck. of course, when you when you beat your division rival by seventy points, whatever it was last week, it was it was more than the final score even indicated. How you have to feel good about your team, right? And the fact that they lost last year in KC and they made those mistakes, like you said, on fourth and two, not going for it, kicking a field goal last year. Like, all right, we were, we're, they were exactly a year away. Now, wouldn't you say, like, I, I think we probably, if you listen back to our podcast um, after that Chiefs Bills game, one of us or both of us said, yeah, this team's a year away. And this was the year. It's like, oh shit, maybe now this just happens over and over and over. Yeah, poor. Bills I thought fans. of the name for the game and then we'll go to break. Go ahead. I think it's the 13 seconds game. 13? Just 13? It's the 13, second, 13 seconds game. Yeah, it's like, or the 13 game or whatever. But that's 13. how people remember this. 13, 13 seconds game is good. Yeah. Our friend Hench was saying, call it Squib Game. Mm -hmm. A little too cute. Classic Hench. Just Come like on, a little Hench. bit of a reach. Come on, Hench. Right. I feel like Hench not home be improvement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did you feel like the winner of this game was winning the Super Bowl? Well, how about this? You know, everyone's like, they should just play four to seven. I think there should be a loser's bracket. I don't know how they would do this, but I want to see this again loser's as bracket. the Super Bowl. So let the <laughs> let the Bills play the Niners and uh, and the Bengals play um, the Rams and the two winners play and get to play the Chiefs. I think that's fair. I don't think anyone would have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Chiefs on FanDuel are plus 125 right now to win. Rams yeah. plus 210, Niners plus 450, and the Bengals, 8-1. to one. All right, we'll You want to hear something uh, sick real quick before you throw it a break? Before the Monday night game, so six days ago, Arizona plays the Rams, right? Rams killed yeah. them. But before the game, the Chiefs-Rams Super Bowl was 17-1. to one. 
And we're really? six days. Yeah, it was 17. Because they had to win the extra game, the Rams. But still, like, how bizarre is that? Jesus. 17 to 1. All right, go to your break. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right. So normally this would have been the biggest game of the weekend, but we'll just go backwards to the first Sunday game. Rams-Bucks, one of the dumbest games I've ever watched. Yeah. Here's my take. Because I think Tom Brady, I think he's done. I think he's going to retire. I've, I'm, it's a guess. Really? Yeah. I'm not reporting it. I just think mm -hmm. that was it. It's the perfect way to go out. If you're not going to go out with like a Super Bowl, because I think it's actually hard <laughs> well, last to retire. probably the perfect way. Yeah. Well, but I think it's hard to retire when you've won, right? You're going to be like, oh, mm -hmm. we're going to do it again. But if it, you almost have to get kicked in the nuts to mm -hmm. want to be like, oh, that was stupid. So they leave where he has. Godwin gets hurt. He loses his offensive line. Antonio yeah. Brown embarrasses him. And you could kind of see he I don't want to say he was on autopilot, but he wasn't like the fired up fist pump. We're going to mm -hmm. do this. He was there. He was involved. But it had the makings from the beginning of like, oh, they're going to lose. And then 27-3, and it was like something switched. Where it's like, oh, it is Brady. And I think we're all thinking it. Mm -hmm. And then it actually starts happening. And the Rams are just like, we're prepared to do the biggest choke of all time. It doesn't happen. But it's basically the bizarre version of Super Bowl 36, his first Super Bowl win against the Rams where he come, he brings them all the way back. This miracle, you bet on the Rams in that game. This yeah, miracle, it's 27 all, 42 seconds, and then the Rams fucking cut their hearts out, and Brady loses, much like Kurt Warner in that game. And it just feels like there's some symmetry there. I don't want to see him have the year that Peyton Manning had that last Denver year when he was like noodle arm Manning, and it was like, oh, man, he stayed too long. Or like Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger would be yeah. bad, yep. Yeah, yeah, I just think like, you're 44. You, you've set every record. You won seven Super Bowls. This was mm -hmm. amazing. You're not, I don't think, the, I think the ship has sailed with this Bucks team. Your coach looked like he was in a coma for half the game. Godwin's yeah. going to be back midway through next season. They have a lot of cap shit. I don't think he can win the Super Bowl with this team again anyway. So I think he should walk off. Well, you might be right, but it just doesn't jive with the, all he's been saying that he's going to play to 50. And I know that's just a funny thing to say, but he's healthy enough to do it. I agree that it is now an uphill climb with this Bucks team. It is, right? Took them to the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. And now with all those guys, I'm not going to repeat everything you just said. But, um, and, you know, the coach is abusive. He beats the crap out of these players. <laughs> he so is. Probably just want to leave home at this He's point. He's an abuser. If you're, if you're Brady. But, um, yeah. And he had one completion through like 14 minutes. Like it, it was, it was kind of sad to watch. Like if this is going to be their demise, I'm glad they came back. I'm glad it was close. That would a choke job. That would have been for the Rams. But is he done again? Well, we'll, well we're going to talk eventually about the Packers, but I think the NFC is winnable. Uh, we just talked about the AFC and how, oh boy, it's going to be one of five quarterbacks. And that's that. 
the NFC is going to bounce around a little bit. You could have a new team in there every uh, year, and I think they're just as good as anybody in that conference. Well, don't the Niners have cap space? The Niners, I think, do have cap space. The I wonder Packers if the move, don't, the Saints don't. Yeah, I wonder if the move is for him to jump to the Niners because oh. he's from there, and that's like, and he's like kind of rent a QB for their last Super Bowl. They trade Jimmy G for whatever. Lance right. though, Lance is a year away. He might even mm -hmm. be the uh, Bruno Cabasio Memorial a year away from being <laughs> a year away. Uh, <laughs> but you bring Brady in for one and that's how it ends. I, it's hard for me to, I think he's this really smart, calculating guy about football stuff. Like a lot like how LeBron is, where he just, mm -hmm. he, he, he sees everything through the prism of can I win a title? And there's no way he's leaving this buck season and going, yep, Bruce Arians, um, Godwin coming back from knee surgery, mm -hmm. a shitty cap situation, defense a year older, like this is it. We got it next year because never felt like they were that close. I didn't think. Yeah, I, but you know, there's, there's always. I know the cap space is, is a is a problem, but if you want Tom Brady to stay, they can maybe open something up for a free agent. I don't even know who's really on the market there, that free agent wise this year. Or you know, there's always some studs in the draft. I don't know. They'd have to make it appealing for him. But yeah, I agree. He it's could go to the Niners for like a million bucks. Sure. It's like, hey, this is how I, I want to win my eighth Super Bowl. Is that I want fair to, get to home Jimmy and I'm G. retiring. What does it really, Jimmy? You talk about Bills fans being despondent. What what would Jimmy G do if that happens? Like now, this guy's following me to my team, team I took to potentially the Super Bowl twice in, in three years. Well, we almost had the Jimmy G versus Brady. It felt like it was in the air when it was twenty seven, twenty seven. Do we? How many quarterbacks in your lifetime, when it's twenty seven to three, do you feel like they're in the game? the way we did with Brady, who, by the way, is 44 years old and yeah. past his prime, let's be honest. But like where there's this mythic element to him now. And even you could see Beckham, they interviewed him after the game and he's like, yeah, man, mm -hmm. I didn't feel safe. They got the goat on the other sideline. Like there's something right. hanging in the air that's just felt different. Like it's definitely when he retires, he's taking that with him. I think what was hanging in the air was Cam Akers' fumble, which brought him <laughs> back in there. <laughs> it was hanging forever. And then, like, that brought them back. But, uh, which uh, that, fumble? Uh, so, yeah, exactly. There's only a handful. Uh, LA, I, 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 I wouldn't even say three or four. Yeah. Brady's, Brady's one of the few that could do it. Well, that would have been, for a second, the Rams looked like they were chasing. what the hell? What is the, we want to talk about Arians blitzing? Like, this is insanity uh, well. with Cooper Cup. Well, so the Rams, they fumble right before the half and it would have been 27 to three and, you know, before halftime and they're getting the ball to start of the second half. So the Rams mm -hmm. get a reprieve there. And then over and over again, they're just giving the ball back. But it's 27-13 with four minutes left. Brady hits Evans. Evans just dusted Jalen Ramsey, who I thought was the best cornerback in the league. He got demolished. 27-20. Yeah. Rams completely roll over. Bucks come down. I mean, it, it was... It was right up there with what we saw from the Falcons. I mean, they didn't have right. the, the Matt Ryan taking a dumb sack and knocking themselves out of field goal range moment, but they had all the other things from that game, right? Yeah. Well, don't forget, Cup was third and 20 when they converted too, like earlier in the game. And then, right. I mean, that's the one thing you can't give up is if like a 55-yard pass inbounds or I guess out of bounds would be even worse, but you're sending somebody. And what did Arian say? You sent the quote. What did he say? Take me to task or something. Call me out on it. No, he, yeah, it was it was uh, 
Not all of our guys knew we were blitzing. So if you want to second guess us on that, I guess you could or something. Oh, okay. like, it was like, yes, I'd like to take <laughs> yeah, that under we'll offer. <laughs> I rewatched it. There were six guys blitzing and Cup, who was the best receiver all season, who mm. was good in that game. And he just runs a straight line down the middle of the field and they don't cover him. Uh, and, talk about holding a guy at the line of scrimmage. That, that Start with him. Star number 10. Right. <laughs> As he's going by, just like, Horse mm-hmm. collar him, do anything. Yeah. But yeah, that was one of the dumbest collapses. And what's funny is that that Bill's Chiefs game was so great. All of these other kind of goats from the weekend fade in the background, right? Rogers, Ryan Tannehill, yeah. everyone on the Bruce Arians, all the people on the Rams who contributed. And then the Rams come out of that game. And you know, that like I thought uh who was announced in the game? The who is the who were the oh it was NBC, it was my yeah. Alan Chris. Mm-hmm. And so Akers fumbles in the first half and then they have the ball and, the, and they're trying yeah. to score. And Chris is like, oh, Al, I, I love this. I love, <laughs> you know, he's telling Cam Akers, you're my guy. You're my guy. I, you go right back to him, Al. And so I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And then Cam Akers fumbles like 20 minutes later. Yeah. Second yeah. fumble of the day. By the way, he was terrible. 24 carries, 46 yards. I know. I, I love the one-two punch with Akers and Michelle. I was talking about it all week, and they, they, he really almost blew it for him. Speaking of Al Michaels real quick, very weird to hear him see him doing a game during the day, right? It threw me off. I couldn't get used to it for I think a it threw hour. him off. I, did, I didn't feel like he rose to yeah, the occasion on a couple of those some, things. Yeah, I know. Because Nance like was where, like, Nance was having an orgasm during the Chiefs Bills game. Oh, he, like he, he was like at another level. Al was, Al had that vibe of like, I've called the miracle on ice. I've seen, you know, right. I've, I've been in a lot of great moments. You're really going to have to impress me. But yeah. like the, even the Braden Evans thing, I felt like the, the octave should have gone way up on that. Maybe. Yeah, the, just as a viewer, I couldn't, it, it didn't, it didn't make sense with him during the day. It was like wearing, seeing Prince wear green. Like, what, what's going on here? But Collinsworth was great with Scotty Miller. His new infatuation with Scotty. Oh, this is Scotty Miller. Uh, it, it, you would have thought he had Cooper going. Cup's numbers. This year. Yeah, Scotty Miller is the best player on the field. Well, I think him and Romo did a really nice job of big picture mm-hmm. kind of hitting some of the themes. Because Romo was going hard on the legacy stuff in the fourth quarter. And it was justified because he's like, mm-hmm. look, this is this Alan, Mah- Alan Mahomes thing is now like a championship belt situation. And yeah. whoever comes out of this, they're going to have the championship belt. And Romo could see it. And with Collinsworth, he, you could see that he, he had, he was on the Rams thing early. Like, Oh my God, what a collapse this would be. Mm-hmm. And the bucks weren't even playing well. It didn't even seem realistic. It was the weirdest. I didn't even think the fans were that into it. till it was like 27, 20. Yeah, so like even the fans were like, "Prove to us we should stand up." This is what I'm telling you. There wasn't a great game. We had all good, great endings, but but that one for, for a while was uh, bugging me. Yeah, Romo. I was thinking about him and Dak, and last week watching him collapse and and must be like, "Oh, I wish I were on the field and everything." But today I got the feeling like he's like, "I get to see Mahomes versus Allen for maybe the next decade, and I get to call right. that game." Like, who has it better than me? Well, the other thing I was thinking about it because I was reading Dr. Z's old football book, mm. which uh, the new thinking man guide to football And the first chapter is about how violent football is. And it's all these stories about Conrad Dobler and what happens in the pile and yeah. just what a vicious game football is. And over the last 12 years, they've really taken that out for the most part. Right. And that, that's the biggest thing that's changed. And I think that's the biggest reason the ratings have gone back up and you know, I think the ratings for that Chiefs Bills game will probably be the highest of any non Super Bowl of the last fifteen years or whatever. You would think so. 
Yeah. But it's because they've been able to remove a lot of the violence. They protected the quarterbacks. They've mm-hmm. figured out how to have more offense. And that that Allen Mahomes game is representative of whatever era we're in now, where it's just like, if you have the right quarterback, it's actually yep. almost impossible to stop that guy. And you could feel like even with that Rams Bucks game, when they when the Bucks really need a score, all of a sudden they can move the ball down, right. down the field. And it just feels like that's what the air is. And like nobody's out of a game. It's 27-3. You're not out of it. 27-6, yeah. 27-13. Like you can't feel safe ever. And you got superstars like Evans and Gronk and all these guys and, and Brady getting the ball to them and Fournette all of a sudden running hard in the second mm. half. And you know, you brought up ratings and, and good games to watch. And they, I think they said on the CBS telecast that the Bengals 49ers was the highest rated Super Bowl of all time, the 81 game. Hmm. Is that possible? The highest rated Super Bowl? Like Kenny Anderson? Joe Montana wasn't really Joe Montana yet? I think it makes sense from, we don't have cable yet, right? Three but we channels. have more yeah. people. Yeah, so it's probably like the last year before cable started eating into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Be my guess. I guess so, yeah, because you had, uh, yeah, the Bears were an exciting team, but you're right, cable's Probably there in 85. Um, probably Gronk's last game. Oh, I didn't and even I, think I about thought, that. I yeah. thought he looked pretty creaky. Yeah. it's. I I hope, I would hate to see him have like the show of himself last year, next year. A uh, couple other things. Two of our last three football games are now in Los Angeles. How weird is that? I was thinking the that. Play, yeah, can... We lived here for how many years? We never had a team. And now it's like the mm-hmm. epicenter. Yeah, okay, but the so... Niners, Niners could have more fans. <laughs> right. Well, they, they're already putting in the stuff where you can't sell the tickets to outside of 100 miles and all this did, stuff. Did you see Andrew Whitworth's wife went on Twitter and said, if you're, if you're planning on selling your tickets to 49ers fans, please don't do it. I will buy them from you. Like, they're really, they're Oh, desperate. my God. That would be disgusting if, uh, if the 49ers contingent there. Yeah, but you abundance. know what? They deserve it because they did these huge seat licenses for people yeah, that have season so. tickets. And this, like, could pay for your season tickets and... Most of the people sure. who have season tickets don't even really care about the Rams. It's like they bought a cap a year ago. All right, silver linings for the Rams, which is a weird thing to say because they won the game, but that was somehow kind of a They're terrible... in the NFC Championship. That's a silver lining. There's one silver lining. <laughs> but you, you're you going in and it's like, it's like you barely hung on. You almost fell apart. You almost pulled uh, 2017 Falcons. So silver linings other than the championship game. Stafford. Came through. The fucking amazing mm-hmm. throw to Cooper Cup. Hits him in stride. That was great. I mean, we didn't we didn't fully know that now the Lions fans will say, no, no, he used to do that. When I remember yeah. when we beat the Bears in November and it we brought our record right. to four and eleven and Stafford made a great it's like, <laughs> no, no. This was like a real pressure throw that he had to make or we were going to overtime and he fucking nailed it. I was impressed. he has and not only that, so now he has more wins with the Rams playoff wins than he did with the Lions his whole career, which is sad. But also, remember the first play of that drive? They they blasted him, and he had the wherewithal to keep the ball, and I think it was like a three-yard loss. Oh, yeah, It was like right. 35 seconds left, and I'm almost thinking, oh, God, take a knee. Take your chances in yep. overtime. What the hell's going on here? You're going to turn this up. They're out for blood, this this Bucks defense. But, yeah, cup uh Well, the next play, open. before that cup 50-yarder, the cup had that play where he just broke the guy's ankles and got open yeah. for like 14, and he was great. Right, I mean, he right. He did fumble the, in the game. Yeah, that's a good cup game for him, other than the fumble. It just, uh, yeah, I I, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, wow, they're going to blow this game, the Rams, and it's not going to be Stafford or the refs' fault. How is this possible? (laughs) But they came through. 
Well, Hockley, who everybody was terrified of, including myself, we Sean Hockley, mm-hmm. he threw out a couple unsportsmanlike early, but he had that one where um, when it, it seemed like it was a helmet-to-helmet hit on Mike Evans near the end zone, mm-hmm. and they review it, and they decide the helmet-to-helmet came after the ball hit the ground. So Hockley does the, the announcement, and he does it like he's like hosting a game show. He's like, there was a helmet-to-helmet play. However, it does look like this dramatic however. Right, like, You're right. the fucking referee. What are you, yeah, like he, Pat Sajak? He's sea-cresting it, yeah. Oh, we'll he's be, fucking Your American Idol, when we come back. Yeah, I've never seen yeah. that play before. <laughs> they should have done that. He should have thrown it to break. <laughs> however, we'll tell yeah. you what happens next. <laughs> but that ball, you haven't seen that before, right? They usually let the play, like it was helmet-to-helmet on Evans, but and I know the ball had bounced and he wasn't catching and it was incomplete on fourth down. I guess we don't see it on fourth down a lot was the problem. But it's not like he helmet to helmet at another guy. It was Evans. It was the, it was the guy who's supposed to catch the ball. Yeah, they say Weird. the play's dead as soon as the ball yeah. hits the ground. But it feels mm-hmm. like the play's still going if the guy's getting hit right. by somebody helmet to helmet who's already in mid collision right before the ball like how yeah, is maybe the evans drops the there? ball because he's like oh this maniac's coming at my helmet maybe i <laughs> right. can't catch this yeah. <laughs> i tweeted this there were three stupid rules things that was one mm-hmm. where it's like the, it's a helmet to helmet but it doesn't count because the play was also that we had that ridiculous tennessee interception oh, that stupid. where he caught it as the ball hit the grass and they're like well he had controllers that hit the glass it's like well that Hit the grass. How is that not an the, the nose of the ball is skidding across the grass yeah. like a two Mississippi count? Like what? Is so that's somehow like? a catch. But then we mm-hmm. have over and over again every weekend the two steps football move. Oh, he didn't totally finish his it. football move. Mm-hmm. It's an incomplete. I, I, we're just all over the place. So we got to figure this out. Well, it did More, look like we went back. We reverted back to just arguing about what is a catch and what's not a catch, opposed to all the other atrocious calls the refs um, make combined. But so that was fun. More silver linings for the Rams. Home game, as you said. Although we'll see how many home fans. Yeah. Uh, they can talk themselves into the, we took our foot off the off the gas. That was our fault. We were killing them. We let up. We learned I got to say, at halftime of that Bucks game, I was like, I'm picking this Rams team to win the Super Bowl. I don't care what happens in the night game. I got a I'm few like, texts they, about that. Yeah. They look great. Last week, uh, Monday night against Arizona, they look so complete. I'm like, they're going to have two great, flawless games in a row and then the fumbles came and the turnovers and everything. Well, that's another silver lining. The pass rush. Von Miller, they've rejuvenated because they made Mm -hmm. that trade. I thought he was past his prime. I didn't even think he looked good the first couple of Rams games, but with him and Floyd and Donald, man, they were all over that game. And Brady, that I I felt like it was a compilation of a couple different terrible Brady Pats playoff games that we can remember. Probably most notably the the first time they lost to the Broncos and Manning which I think was like January 2014, but it was like, just, you could feel it right away. He wasn't mm-hmm. on. He didn't have the weapons. They were hitting him. Yeah, throwing just, at the feet, throwing at everybody's yeah. feet. You know, he and Bad Gronk body language, insane. him yeah. staring down at guys an extra mm-hmm. second. It didn't feel right. Um, so the pass rush looked awesome for them. And, and most important is the Falcons kept their title for worst playoff collapse of all time. 
Oh, yeah, right. Like, you, you know they were worried, like the Atlanta fans, because, you know, they had the Braves. They won a title. University of Georgia mm-hmm. won a title. So now they can laugh about the Falcons things a little bit. But Do they toast? As, um, I know Julio Jones is on the <laughs> Titans now, but do they toast like the Dolphins of 72 when, when they keep they it intact? T- they were really worried when it was 27. Uh, Dan Quinn. 27. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> so how did you leave that game feeling about the Rams? Uh, like I said, I, that after the half, I was like, "This, this no one's beating this." No, team. but they I'm just, saying they're, they're after the game, I still like them. I still, okay. I still like them. I, I hate that we have to see round three of this 49ers because the 40 minor, they they might just have their number, and um, we've seen teams who are kind of full of shit go pretty yep. far. New York Giants, Eli Manning, but um, you know, so that that could be. I, I have to think about that game a little more, but I'm, I'm hold that right thought because we're going yeah. to them right now after the break. This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm. Is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, you said it right before we went to break. This Niners team, very reminiscent, very mm-hmm. reminiscent of those garbage Eli Giants teams that brought me so much misery with the quarterback that every, every third pass seems like it's a pick. Every fifth pass seems like it's a pick six. The, the picks are never caught. Then when you think they're driving, then that's when he'll throw the one pick good mm-hmm. pass rush, good overall, good special teams, resilient, hang around, hang around, good cold weather team that could play in a dome. Uh, some some football players like John Madden would have loved Debo Samuel. Not to yeah. do the mad important thing that all the announcers are doing, but like Debo Samuel, it's like a like a John Madden player, Fred Warner, all these guys, uh, George Kittle, and it's just very Giants. I was texting with two Giants fan buddies of mine during that yeah, game. Kittle's, I was like Kittle's Bavaro. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's yeah. The I was older, like, I was like, how Giantsy yeah. is this yeah. Niners team? Like, stop it, Jimmy G's hot garbage. <laughs> it was like, ah. Eh. But and that's he did the make thing. A it's big like, plays. What, what did the Giants say? You said the pass rush, right? The, the 49ers are reminiscent. They can rush three or rush four. They really don't have to blitz, and you can get to the quarterback every time. And Rodgers was just a little one step off. I don't know where you want to start with Rodgers, but it was, let's do like it. I let's said, go. Go ahead. Give me your Rodgers. Scored, well, I, I, like I said, they score. They sack uh, Jimmy G on their first possession. I was like, this is over. It's gone. It's uh, like, what were the odds they don't score seven points? Is all they had to score. The rest of the way, and you could blame the special teams, which are miserable, miserable, miserable. Yep. Right? The uh, the block punt. By the way, that block punt, the the Packers had as just as good a chance of picking that ball up and running. Nobody knew where that block punt went. People are looking around, spinning around in circles, searching for that block. Also, punt. the guy, the guy picked it up ninety nine yeah. times out of a hundred. The guy goes to pick it up, botches it, and then it, or he keep. Gets possession, loses it, and then the other right. team gets it back. He if he's tackled at the three, I'm not sure they score if he's tackled at the three, yeah. right? That, that's right. just how it was going. But Aaron Rodgers was, he just needed to make one big play. Like, I, I get that that's his whole thing. Like, 
pretending to be bored or maybe he is bored with the game. And I know it was freezing, but he's basically walking up to the line of scrimmage with his hands in the hand warmer and just taking him out before the snap. Just seemed bored with the game. And like, yep. you know, in, in a positive way, he's he's throwing the ball wherever he wants. Like Devontae Adams has to make a big p- play every now and then. But otherwise, the ball is spot on. It's right where he wants to be. Aaron Jones is running the ball. Even when Dylan went out, Aaron Jones is like, as they just can't turn the threes into seven. That play to Aaron Jones where he throws right before the half after Jimmy G gets picked, they just needed one more of those. They needed to score there, and he was kind of on the throne a little bit. They needed just one more of those, and he never got it for them. And you could blame, like I said, the special teams, and that coach will be fired if he hasn't been already by the time this uh, this post, this podcast posts. But that's on you, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I know you're the MVP and and everything else, and you can complain. You could say you want to leave. And I actually do think he's going to leave, and I think the Packers should let him go. I agree with everything. The special yeah. teams was off all year. Schrager and I talked about it on Thursday. It was one of the reasons I took the Niners, because it was like, you just have to figure it's between three and ten points for the Niners mm-hmm. from special teams, because that's how bad. The Packers were the first team ever to be 32nd in DVOA and be a one seed. It like never happened before for special teams, right? right That's right. how bad they were. They were worse than the Texans, the Jets, mm-hmm. you name it. So the special teams coming back to haunt them wasn't surprising. What was surprising is Rogers scoring three points after the first, what, six minutes of the game. They get the ball twice. Two drives he has in the last seven, eight minutes. Yeah. One of them that led to the punt that got blocked. Then they got the ball back. He fucked that one up too. And then the Niners come down and score. And there was some good stuff uh, on social media and uh, on the internets yesterday about just him forcing it to Adams. Yeah. Where three other guys. As the game goes along. Yeah. And he's just like, I got to get it to Adams. Remember that moment? Josh Norman came in. There was somebody hurt on the, on the Niners. Norman comes in. I'm watching on the TV and Adams is on the top of the TV, second and eight. Mm -hmm. And Norman's on him. And uh, Aikman's like, oh, he's going to go after Josh Norman. It's one-on-one coverage. This is this is a dangerous moment for... And then he beats him and Rodgers missed him. Yeah. Remember, he tried to throw it. And then the next play, missed him again. And they're punting. And he just like, he never got the other guys involved. I thought he played a bad game. Like, I that, did just too. Period. He was bad. That's it. And we're going to hear about how they're not... You know, surrounding him with the players. No, and fuck that. The, I, their I, players I, are good. They, they have one of the three best receivers in the world. And that yeah. running back is one of the best five or six running backs, I think. Don't you? I, I got to tell you. Yes, I agree. And as someone, one of the very few who thought he would stay with Green Bay versus going to Denver or whatever, everyone else thought he did this. I, I think he leaves. And I think they should let him go. I feel like the Packers at this point are like Van Halen, where they're like, all right, we know David Lee Roth's great. He's the best. But what a pain in the ass. I'm a pain in the ass. Uh, Soon enough, one of these women is going to sue him backstage. And (laughs) so we could go. I think there's a Sammy Hagar out there for us. Plus, they play in the NFC North, right? That whole division is going through a rebuilding time. The Vikings struggle to get eight or nine wins no matter what, right? They're going to have a new coach. The Bears are the Bears. The Lions don't look ready. Like, take your chance with someone. Maybe it's not Jordan Love, but... Let Aaron Rodgers go. Too much trouble. Way more trouble than he's worth at this point. Well, there's another piece to this. I mean, obviously, he went from the start a year ago. He's State Farm ads. He's one of the most famous QBs. He's about to host Jeopardy, all that stuff. And I think his Mm -hmm. Q rating was pretty high. And then all the stuff that happened over the last years 
some of the interviews he gave. He drops two interviews yesterday mm-hmm. before the game. One was like this 28-minute conversation he had with Kevin Van Valkenburg of ESPN and has a whole bunch of quotes in there about, you know, very Ky- very on the Kyrie side of trying to provoke people and trying to pretend he doesn't care what people think. And then the next quote's about how much he cares what people think. And obviously he does care, but mm-hmm. he's just a very strange guy. I think he's handed the last year really weird from like floating stuff out that he was going to be the Jeopardy host to yeah. leaking the night of the draft, like hijacking the draft about how he wants out. And then nobody seems to understand why he's mad. It's like, why are you mad? This team goes 12 and four, 12 and five. You're a one seed or a two seed every year. What are you mad about? Your team's good. How about this? Elevate the team. Right. And from what we saw this weekend, Allen and Mahomes are at a whole other level for him. But I just Absolutely. think like, I think he's, I, I've been calling him Diva Rogers all year, not to sound like a local sports talk host, but he's just a huge diva. This is interesting. I have a fact for you. Yeah. Um, one of my college roommates, my buddy Chip Kane, who I've known since 1988, he's from Milwaukee, mm-hmm. talked about him a few times. He's been in the column, huge Packer fan. I always ask him sometimes for the pulse of, you know, Wisconsin, right. Milwaukee. And he was like, if he goes, we're fine. Like we have Giannis. Good luck. Oh, like, wow. It's, it's like a Giannis state now. I mean, Giannis is the guy in Wisconsin. And you would think he, like, ah, football is more popular than basketball. It's like most of the people like feel like Rogers has been a diva, that he doesn't want to be there. He's been weird and honestly hasn't come through in 12 mm-hmm. years. Whereas Giannis wants to be there, signed an extension. He's one of the best players in the league. So they're like, Listen, cool, leave Rogers. We're good. Giannis can't quarterback this team. I was with you until you said that. That's stupid. That's just stupid. I, are I we like sure? Chip, but come on, come on. No, no, we're not Wait, sure. Is that, are we but... positive? You seven foot quarterback? Who knows? Well, here's the thing. Last year, maybe like I mean, it was different. The fans just look at them differently. They lost to Tampa Bay, right? They kicked the field goal when they maybe should have gone for it on fourth and five. Um, yeah. So then you have that hanging over. Oh, was it the coach? Was it this? This year, I think a lot of the fans are blaming Aaron Rodgers. And if you they look should. at since 2012, the last decade, it's like losing divisional round, losing divisional round, losing divi- losing conference championship. Like, all right, we can get we can get someone who can maybe do this in this crap division and you know crappy ish conference. I think they could Here's take a the chance list. and let him go. Yeah. Lost to Eli, lost to Kaepernick twice, Carson mm-hmm. Palmer, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Jimmy G twice. That's since he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. He's seven and nine in playoff games since he won the Super Bowl. He's lost some home games. I mean, this was all they had to do was score 17 points. They beat the Niners, right? Just 17. That game. Can the Packers score Third, seven, 14. 13, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you get a <laughs> touchdown and two field goals? You win the game. Right. The other team's not going to score an offensive touchdown. Oh, my God. And I by really the way, Aaron Jones money. healthy, Devontae Adams healthy, Randall Cobb, this guy is like, we got to get Randall Cobb. Like, I don't, did he catch a ball yesterday? No, I know. It well, was a then, disaster. And then the other thing was all of social media was a dunking that uh, was pretty much unparalleled for a football player over the weekend. Yeah, everybody, so everybody, that the vac stuff. So he's you, you it's commented like half the uh, out. for a player that hadn't committed a crime. He was pretty, pretty well hated. Like it's we were trying to come up with anybody. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Them. For somebody yeah. not to have committed some yeah. sort of crime to get this mm-hmm. kind of vitriol. Yeah. Um, it's Ugh. weird. I, so I think he goes to Denver would be my guess. But I don't think San Francisco. That's another. it's another San Francisco can't be ruled out situation because yeah. they have the cap space. They could either trade where he's from. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trey Lance, some other picks. But but if I'm the Niners, I have this great chemistry and this tough team. Like, do I want to bring the D Aaron Rodgers into that? I, I would be nervous. What if the Packers promise to never let A Rod in the year, the other A Rod in the uh, stadium in Lambeau's field? I mean, they cut. Did you see the cutaway to A Rod? I with you not see smoking that? hot blonde. I, yeah. I absolutely saw it. I didn't know yeah. what why he was there. I didn't understand it. Everything went south right after that cutaway. And but first of all, why is he not in a suite? I think that's definitely a girlfriend thing, right? That's like, oh, that, no, no, no. I'm a diehard Packers fan. He's like, okay, yo, you know what? I'll call the owner. I'm like, no, no, no. We can't be in a suite. We got to be there with the low. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, really? Hey, Rod, okay. try these cheese curds. You'll love them. Yeah. He's like, yeah, what's exactly. going on? Where's the <laughs> like, suite? I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. It was all negative after that. Yeah, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a way to be diplomatic about this Rogers thing, but I just think mm. he's handled the last 12 months just absolutely abysmally. Yep. I, I don't understand it. I Everything he's done, I don't get. And when you think like the last couple of years, all the cap mm-hmm. stuff they did where it was basically like they had to win last year or this year. Now they're, they're them and the Saints are in the worst cap situation of anyone in the league. It's going to be really hard for them to compete anyway. So he probably yeah. does have to leave. Listen, so, I'm telling you, it's Van Halen. They have some. They have some hits. They have some hits in them. What did Van? What did Van Hagar have? What they have? They had yeah, a, but love comes marching. It's in. Van That's Halen, except Giannis is Sammy Hagar. Um, um, so now, now you know. Now you're confusing it. Oh God! All right. So Jimmy G, <laughs> he saves his job. He throws zero TDs. He had the most. <laughs> fuck the Packers, he said. Yeah, like, you, you he really had, <laughs> does. Fuck the Packers on social media. Gives like a super confident, happy interview after. Like yeah. it, it. I mean, he did make a couple of big throws, but it's funny that his demeanor is very confident for somebody that you watch and you just assume every pass is going to get picked. Right. I don't get it. It's I've yeah. never, never. Other than Eli, I can't remember another quarterback like this. Which makes me wonder: Is he the new Eli? Have we just um, replaced Eli? I'm very impressed with that defense. It, it might be. I, and, and I'm telling you, that's the parallel, too. Armstead's on every play. Bose is phenomenal. If he's not tugging on Rogers' shoulder, he's right there, you know, with the pressures. They're really good. Well, they won three straight road wins. Mm-hmm. They have to now make it four in a row. They did that third and seven handoff to Debo. That was great. To, that had to get them in field goal range and it seemed yeah. like they had to throw and it had all the makings. They're in that weird area, which I always think of like the Brett Favre Viking zone between mm-hmm. the 40 and like 35 where... Yeah, like do they attempt a field goal from the yeah, 38? Yeah, too far, like, for, too yeah. far in cold weather, but mm-hmm. too far to run it and you're going to have to throw it and I'm thinking like, man, he's going to throw a pick because I have the Niners. I have, the, I have them at 17-1 to to win the NFC, so mm-hmm. I was like really rooting for them. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to, this is it. He's going to, Jimmy G is throwing the pick. Yeah. And they do that sneaky handoff to Debo. And yet again, he made like an incredible football play. I mean, that guy saved their season. It's phenomenal. And he came out a couple Two weeks plays. In a row. Like, oh, that's it. If he's out, forget it. This team, who even wants to see them next week? I will say this. They're playing the Rams, obviously. And uh, to add to your Eli thing, like, the Rams could have put them away two weeks ago. They were up by seven. It was 148 left in the game. And and they're punter, Robbie Gould they're, is they're punting, punting from the, from end, the zone. end zone. Yeah. Yeah. What are the, uh, like, they, so can't you see, like, oh, the 49ers beat the Rams. Like, oh, the Rams, like, so many what ifs along the way. But this is why football, 
this is why we love it so much because we might have a Super Bowl yeah. of the 49ers versus the Chiefs. You have the Chiefs who their season should have been over with 13 seconds left. You have the 49ers who season mm-hmm. shouldn't have even made the playoffs if the Rams just put their foot on their neck one more time. And that yep. honestly could be our Super Bowl because I'm with and you. It'll be I, a rematch from uh, two I years ago. I think this 49ers yeah. team is really good and I don't think they necessarily need Jimmy to win. I think they can run. I, I, they're in all phases and that Shanahan piece worries me a little cause he can get a little hero volley. Yeah. Um, and then Jimmy G's, you know, he's going to throw the pick next, next weekend. We know it's it. amazing. I'm factoring it in. I love, love football, but I do still need that $83,000 loan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to get, let's guess the line for Niners Rams. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we, we sent each other. Well, go ahead. I, and then we'll do next three. break. We'll do the AFC. So I, I said, uh, I said Rams by three at home against the Niners. And I I think, I really think, I haven't seen it yet. I really think that's what it should be. I don't think it should be three and a half. I know you think. I mean, that's why we guess. Like, yeah, I I think it should be three and a half. And it was three and a half. So I get that. I'm ahead of you. It was three and a half? It was by the time we uh, did the thing. Why? Oh, did you cheat and look or something? No, I'm just surprised. Yeah, it's NFL. three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. Well, now you're going to see the other one. Now you could change yours. No, you just went to FanDuel and looked at both lines. I sent it to you. Well, now I know what the other one is, but all right. Wow. Three and a half. Why do you think? Why do you think it's not three? Because of Jimmy G? There's not home field advantage for the Rams. It's going to be like half Niners fans. I forgot. I didn't, in fact, right. But so the Packers were four and a half and went to five and a half. And you got to give them three. No, not, I don't know. We, we said during the year that it's that three moved to two. It's now two points for home field. Well, is it because three. they just get beat? Like it's just it's just that it, now it has to happen. Eventually, they have the Rams have to beat this team. I think the Niners are better, and I, I'm excited to uh, ride them next week. Wow! All right, I think that line ends up at three, though. I don't think it ends up at three and a half. It's a good game. Let's take one more break. We'll talk Titans Bengals, and we'll guess the uh, AFC line. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time, that's usually about Five o'clock, five thirty, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at Michelobeultra.com slash courtside LDA twenty one and up. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. I have in my home. It's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24 7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60 day money back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring. At simplysafe.com slash BS. That is simplysafe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe 
like simply say. All right, Titans, Bengals, Ryan Tannehill cost me a perfect weekend. I had a lot of bets tied to him in real life that uh, tied to the money line and the adjusted line that I then had to chase with the other three games that somehow worked out that never works out. But I feel like um, this game was three weeks ago. I'm, I'm like looking through really, my notes on this. I'm really, like, what? Oh, yeah, that did happen. Yeah. It right. really does feel that way. So I don't feel bad about taking the Titans in this game because mm-hmm. they start the game with a pick, they throw two other picks, they do just a variety of idiotic things. It was a, Mike Vrabel, <laughs> who I thought was the coach of the year. I thought that was just a horribly coached game all over the place, uh, culminating in third and one. They put Tannehill in shotgun and we do some shotgun option sweep play where he just gets sacked for three yards, two right. yards, whatever. And then they go fourth down and Henry gets stopped. And all of a sudden, the Titans don't have the ball anymore. And it's like, that was third... It. It's third and one, and you have Derrick Henry, and you're going to be able to run for a yard if you just spread the receivers out. So they fuck that up. And then all of a sudden, the Bengals are in McPherson, who's like the new Tucker. And you're like, wow, if they just get to the 40, he's going to make it. Mm -hmm. Chase gets open. All of a sudden, the Bengals win. The Bengals reminded me of like those poker players that they don't, they're never in on a hand for an hour. They just wait for everyone to fuck up and then they go in and they win chips and then you don't see them again. They just were like basically trying not to fuck up and they won. Yeah. I think they're more like Van Halen. No, no, okay, no, no, no. <laughs> well, the, the big things are the the nine sacks. I mean, no, they that tied a playoff record, right? I think like Len Dawson was sacked like nine times, but probably but it, was, it was nine sacks, but then there were two other sacks that they called the off because it was a yeah, delay right. game. Delay but it was game. like they were they were like they, nobody knew it was a delay game because you're here near the whistle. It's insane. Really Eleven sacks. I was joking, like they're gonna have more sacks than points in this game. But then yeah. none of that would have mattered. Like the the three interceptions wouldn't have mattered if, like you say, they convert that third and one. And I don't even have a problem with Tannehill doing a quarterback sneak there. Um or handing off not in to, the shotgun. No, but or handing off to Henry. The shotgun is crazy too. The crazy. shotgun on the why does everyone have to go? Well, everything's shotgun now all of a sudden. But on that third and one, it's a shotgun. How about when the Titans run it all the way down the throat? They have first down at the eight-yard line, it's first and goal. And Tannehill's like in a shotgun. I think it's empty backfield. Like your backup running back just went for 45 yards. What right. the hell are you doing? Da- like Deontay like Foreman could it be stopped. Yeah. This goes yeah. back to the coach hero ball thing. These guys are like, it's third and one. What should we do? Right. Wait, this is a great. Remember that when we were having drinks and I told you about that idea I had about shotgun and Tannehill and right. They, they, this is the time we should run it. We're like, cool. Yeah. All right. And yet, well, like you said, they got lucky with the interception too. Like they, um, that, that wasn't yeah, that even was, Burrow's fault. I had so much money in the Titans. And even I, I was like, did. that, that interception's ridiculous. I can't believe yeah. that that counts. The ball hit, the ball hits the grass and, Who'd they go to? Mike Pereira or whoever it was? And it was like, well, the ball hit the grass. Yeah. I mean, you could say he established possession in the one one thousandth of a second before it totally hit the grass. But there's a still picture of and he has two hands on the ball and it's like an inch and a half above the grass. But they that's not if you it's not the instant it touches your hands. Right. You have to right. control like just uh, just uh, first of all, I end up thinking about Dez and. And the catch, and I was like, that I know, was so much more, so much more of a catch than this bullshit that we just saw. But anyway, I know you had the Titans, but uh, yeah, it was. I mean, that third I, and I'll one, tell you this: it. 
third and one, I was glad I had the Titans. When you think mm-hmm. like all the dumb shit that happened to them in that game. And yep. I I felt like we called the game correctly or that you had the Bengals, but when, me and Schrager, we were like, I don't think they can block the Titans. And I think the Titans are going to be able to move the ball. I don't on know them. if you call if you called minus four. I don't know if you called the game correctly. When were they covering minus, minus four? three and a half? Well, I think they could have. Yeah. Now, well, I felt like, I just feel in the playoffs, you got to pick the team you think is going to win. I don't worry about yeah. the spread as much because that usually is what cover. But listen, right. the bottom line is I have three different playoff manifesto rules about look at the quarterbacks, where are the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And Tannehill, that, that's it. He's on the do not bet list from this point forward for playoffs. I'm never betting on him again. Are you? Was his? What, no, uh, I, I'm going to try not to. I think they move on from him. That's the other thing. Like Tennessee was to. set. Yeah. So two playoff teams. Playoff teams are moving on, I believe, from their quarterbacks, at least. Tannehill, and I would say, I would think Rodgers and Jimmy G. Oh, and Rodgers, wins the yeah, Super Bowl. right, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, it's so funny. We're all over the map with Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan. No, he has to win the Super Bowl to stay. And even if he wins the Super wow. Bowl, they might be like, ah, can we do better? Insanity. Insanity if they bring Aaron Rodgers in there. But Zach Taylor out, Coach Vrabel, like, that's, totally. You, you didn't. You didn't think that would happen. And it did. They made no mistakes except for the interception that hit the grass first. It was somehow called an interception. Yeah. I was thinking with Tannehill. I was thinking when quarterbacks hit that point. And the example I always go to is Delome, which I think I had the mm. other team the game when he had the five picks with the pick six, which I called. That's in a Delome. The Delome. Do that yeah. To the five picks, but like I was thinking about Delome Penitentiary when a QB. Let you down like Tannehill does. <laughs> That's yeah. it. You're, you're you're getting sent off to Delome Gambling Penitentiary. There's no parole. That's it. You're gonna spend the rest of your life in a cell. I'm not betting on you ever again. You're gone. That's it. You're in Delome yeah. Penitentiary. Ma- mandatory sentence. That's yeah. What it is. So three interceptions at home in front of the crowd. We're a one seed. Yeah, and you're apologizing in the press conference. You're out. I'm sending you to mm-hmm. Delome Penitentiary, and uh, there's no parole board. <laughs> I don't mind. That. We're done. We're out. Tua, Tua's already there, even though he's never been in a playoff game. But I have a, I have a few QBs that I think are at uh, on one of the wings at the Lone Penitentiary. But yeah, Tannehill, I should have known because he we've seen him do this. But I fresh in my mind was when he fucked me on that <laughs> Thursday night Niners game when he came back against the Niners. Oh yeah, and you're like, oh way. Tannehill, yeah. wow, he re- yeah. yeah maybe yeah, maybe Tannehill, and it's like no no. No, no, it was back no. to 2012. Oh, and it was all on a silver platter for him, right? With Derrick Henry's coming back, and he, you don't think even do- Tannehill has to do much to win this game, and uh, well, especially when the other when they have your defense has nine sacks. We were texting during the second half. Henry looked good in the first half. Mm-hmm. By the fourth quarter, he looked like Gronk did in that Bucks game. Like he looked yeah. like he was running on the fumes of his. He was like a car trying to get to a ga- the gas station with like the wobbly tire. And right. Foreman was like right there every time they put Foreman in. Like it was super exciting. Yeah, and they just were like, "Fuck it, let's." Derek's our guy. Meanwhile, he's got a plate and five screws in his. And and then the other thing, they have this AJ Brown who's unstoppable who had a good game, but you know, how about him in reverses? How about bubble screens with him. Like, why aren't they doing Mm. like the Debo or what the Dallas should have done with C.D. Lamb last week? Like, just get him touches, get him touches, get him the ball. And uh, it was like they were gradually throwing it to him. It really was the worst coach game. And they lost to the Jets and Texans. And and this was worse. I know. You got mad at me because I was like, I thought that this was the smartest yeah. Kind of close game team of the year. And you were like, well, yeah. they lost the Texas. Well, the Jets. I, I don't mean to take it out on you. Just know it's residual um, bullets I have in the chamber that I throw at Clay Travis, who loves the 
the ta- the Titans, and I just have to make them feel bad about them. They were though that they were the team mm-hmm. that the they made the other team beat themselves all year. And when right. you know they they played three bad games: the Texans, the Jets, and the Pats. When they fumbled all those times against the Pats. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they always won games like this. So when it when they were coming down, and it seemed like it was either going to be nineteen to sixteen or twenty three sixteen, but they were winning. Oh, we forgot to mention. He goes for two when it's six six. In the one, yeah, right, right. He's like, oh, we're on the one yard line. We're gonna get two. Right. They got the they got the offside, so they moved it closer. I have a number for that: sixty two percent from the one yard line, forty nine percent from the two. But you don't need it. You just need the one, right? At that point. So, I default to my position on this stuff. I actually didn't mind when they went for it. I just yeah. hated the play. They took the left, the tight end on the left. He went in motion. Mm-hmm. left the guy that he was supposed to block just by himself, slow developing handoff to Henry. Guess who comes in and tackles Henry? The guy right. who's unblocked because your tight end was in motion on the other side. Yep. It's a stupid play. It was, it was never going to work. They had nine guys on the line. Yeah, so they didn't have a, a lot point. of luck with that. I mean, it just t- to me, the third and one, third and one, not even fourth and one, third and one was terrible. And the interception at the, from the eight-yard line after they ran it all the way down there. Do your Burrow Romo thing. I want America to hear this because this was an actual take from yesterday that I do. Oh, you know, you're going to make fun of me? No, I'm not going to make fun of you. I actually, I I agree with you. I think Burrow's more talented than Romo, but go ahead. We talk about it. uh, How dare you? We talk about it. I mean, the parlay kid with big Cowboys fan, like, wow, this Burrow really reminds us of Romo. He gets his yards in chunks. He's like a a smart player in spite of the offensive line. Uh, what else did I say in there? Like he, he just doesn't takes seem a to, ton of hits. Doesn't takes make a ton mistakes, of hits. Right, keeps exactly. coming. Somehow keeps coming. Never at changes you. his just, demeanor. Just a brute. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, can well, move around. I, can move you around. You seem to be pocket. on board. Yeah, you agree. You agree. I liked it. I think he's. I think he's like a Romo 2.0. I think he's better than Romo. But I. I see. I. It's a good. Well, comparison. that wasn't part of it. That the better than Romo wasn't part of it at all. But okay. I think if you have one more kid, you'd name the the kid <laughs> Burrow. whatever Burrow Icono. Yeah. Bobby Burrow Icono. Yeah. Could do that. I liked his uh I liked everything he did in that game because mm-hmm. they were overmatched. They could not block the Titans. He never quit. They he had a weird calmness to him that I think a team can sense as opposed there to was Aaron Rodgers, who seemed like he was took. dead. There was one yeah. sack he took that was on him. It was they were from the thirty-five on third down, and he took a sack at the thirty-nine. He had a second to get rid of. It's like ah, oh, now you're. He got sacked like range. midfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it, was, it was further than thirty-nine. Yeah, but yeah, no, he's tremendous. Yeah, we know we call really that. great. That's the Matt Ryan. Is that what it is? The field, uh, the sack at a field goal range. The, when you're yeah. on like the thirty-three and you take the sack that takes you to like forty-three. That. That's the Matt See, Ryan. We got a lot. We got a Van Halen co- comparison, the lone penitentiary. Oh, he, 13. By the way, Matt Ryan's at the Lone Penitentiary right now. And he's like, he's wait, there? wait, wait, there's a, we have somebody new. Oh my God, it's Ryan Tannehill. Ryan, <laughs> what's happening? You want to play chess tomorrow in the yard? <laughs> Does he have to stay there until September? I think that's a good idea. Uh, anyway, the Bengals somehow made the uh, AFC Championship game. There's one person who believed in them. A person Ooh. near and dear to both of our hearts. A person who has captured America, he's as one of the most handsome gamblers in the world. Your friend Harry. Oh yeah, Harry likes him. Yeah, he's been he's been <laughs> in on the gambler. Bengals. He's been in on the Bengals all year. Was saying before the playoffs, the Bengals are my team. They're going to win the he Super does Bowl, love the and Bengals. it's like 
It's yeah. like, is this a bit or is this a real thing? And now they're two games away. I forgot about it. They have to lose. They have to lose. It's too much. <laughs> oh, I forgot they beat the... Yeah, right. They beat the Chiefs, which is why the Chiefs didn't have the one seed. They came back. Oh, this is a good game. Do we do storylines for the Super Bowl matchups or do we do that next We're week? going to, but let's guess the lines. I, for chiefs Bengals, it's in Kansas City. I said Chiefs by seven and you said... You get this. I said six. I thought that was high. It's actually seven. So we split. So, so I'm so we split on you heading with, into the with Super Bowl. With the Super Bowl to go, unless you want to do Pro Bowl. And there's no Pro Bowl? Oh, uh, yeah. All right. We did. Oh, split my that. God. Who is not teasing the Chiefs this weekend? I know. It's, it it's basically seem like fair. you tease the Chiefs with whoever you like in Rams Diners, right? I mean, I, I'm going to use the he seems a year away, right? For the Bengals. It's it's a massive win to get to the AFC title game. This is great. Mm-hmm. It is weird, though, that Madden died, and now yeah, we're... Not that weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is 85. Yeah. <laughs> that Madden died, and now we're two wins away from Niners-Bengals Super Bowl. Wasn't that the first Madden Super Bowl? Oh, was that his first one? Oh, yeah, you're right, right? In 81. Yeah. What, the first one or the second one? But the, the first, first one, I think, was the first his first one. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. The Montana one. I think that was his first one. And by the way, it's like the 40th anniversary of that Super Bowl. 26-21. Yeah, 40 years ago. And uh, Collinsworth, that was Collinsworth's first year. I was looking at his stats. He never had, I think that was his best year. They had 67 receptions. Crazy I mean, back then. Kenny Anderson was just, he was just oh, such Kenny. a tough guy. Oh, my God. Uh, he's such you know, a beating back then. <laughs> Pete Johnson was a bull back there. <laughs> he, could, he can carry seven seven defenders at once. I, I remember Kenny Anderson concussion. <laughs> Ken Anderson was out cold for two series, <laughs> just taking snaps. He didn't know where he was. <laughs> you know, it's weird. We've turned Collinsworth into Joe Namath somehow. <laughs> I know. Al, I want to kiss you. What? Yeah. No, that's a different guy. <laughs> we have them for the Super Bowl. Yeah, great. I'm excited. Al, Chris, Michelle's last game. It's not a day game, is it? It's a, <laughs> not a day game. And do it at night? <laughs> um, all right, so you want to do... So, most fun Super Bowl matchups. Let's, we'll take a break. We'll do most fun Super Bowl matchups, and we'll do uh, Parent Corner. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their wood barrel bourbon bar soap and lotion or their bay rum deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, They have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln and the all new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. 
Most fun Super Bowl matchups. I mean, the league almost lost Chase, uh, Mahomes, Brady, and Rodgers in the same weekend. That would have been, I know Allen's great, but you know the league wanted wants Mahomes in this game. I would expect him to get some calls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Casey Rams is pretty good, and we could have the whole Rams being, uh, you know, being home, and oh my God, and the mm-hmm. but Stafford, and from Detroit to here, and McVay, and chance to redeem himself. and Talk about great games. That was a phenomenal Monday night game, right? A few years ago, a couple of years ago, so we got that. That's probably our highest upside one. Mm-hmm. But Casey Niners would be second, but we already had it. Right. I'm trying and to then, think if this Niners team is better than that. I don't I don't think so. No, no, they weren't. They lost three games that year? Yeah, something like that. 13-3? Yeah. Then I would have Cincy Ram. I I'm biased. I really like watching this Niners team. They were like this old school football team that yeah. I, like the kind of team we grew up with in the 80s and 90s, Listen, right? the, the the more they win, the more I could say the Cowboys were the second best team in football. So, yeah, let them win the whole thing. What do I care? I had that before round one, but I had my whole whoever wins this game makes the Super Bowl take, and you thought I was kidding, but I really I really did believe that. For the Dallas, Cowboys? Oh, yeah. Dallas yeah. and the Niners. Uh, we could have beat Tampa today. Shit. What a dumbass team I root for. You know, I had, I was in the house and NFL Network was on and they were showing the game, the, the Cowboys game. Mm. The fake, the fact that the fake punt worked, I felt like we didn't make enough of it because oh, yeah, the Cowboys right. ended up losing. But like, it was the most obvious fake punt situation probably in the last five years. And the mm. Niners guys running backwards has no idea they're going to fake punt. That, that could have been a disaster. Yeah, it's, uh. I don't know which of these teams is the most flimsy because the Chiefs, like, it just seems like you can move the ball and they're, I, I think. Maybe Honey Badger comes back next week. Who knows? But it just mm-hmm. seems like you can throw on them. The Rams can't run the ball to save their lives. So even if they have a lead, we've, we've seen over and over again, they've almost blown these leads because they can't run the ball. Right. The Niners, Jimmy G is a heart attack. And then Cincy easily could have lost to the Raiders or the Titans. And now they're right. in the AFC title game. So this is weird. Yeah, I guess Rams, Bengals. I'm trying to figure out what the what the hook is there. No, no, that's the only one that's kind of weird to me. So Rams, Bengals, Chiefs, Niners. Oh, Zach Taylor was a uh, Zach Taylor was a McVeigh guy. Yeah, he was on the he was on the staff. We have that three McVeigh guys left. Yeah. yeah, right. Chiefs, Niners, money is plus two fifty two. Mm-hmm. By the way, I had a friend, my friend Chris Williams. He had an underdog parlay this weekend with all four underdogs. Thirty. Ah. 30 to one. And it was like, do I hedge? Do I hedge? What do I do? And I told him like, take the alternate chiefs line plus three and a half. Yeah. It's going to be a three point line. I don't know if he did it or not, but sell um, it to prop swap, put it on prop swap. They probably could have gotten uh did he do it? You don't know if he did it. Is, is, is he still I think your friend? He, I think <laughs> he, I think he just hedged and took, took some, uh, some stuff. All right, but, that's good. Cause that's a terrible way to lose. Yeah. That would have been bad. 13 seconds. If you kind of, you're probably celebrating that one. He could have gotten 16 to 1 odds through FanDuel on the Chiefs with 13 seconds left. My God. That's I can't decide if that's too high or too low. 16 to 1. I like you could have told me it was a hundred to one and I would have believed it. Because they have to gain they had to gain how many yards? Well, they're on the 25 yard line. They had yeah. to gain 50 yards. <laughs> Did that happen? 
That was what happened. Oh, yeah, they gained 50 yards. Uh, Al, you can't uh, give up 50 yards in 12 seconds. Listen, I, I, I know it's not the same game, but did I tell you how much I love Scotty Miller? Let's forget the Chiefs and Bills for a second. <laughs> I remember Kenny Anderson. We were down 10 <laughs> seconds left. Kenny couldn't see because he had a major concussion, but he threw a 90-yard pass. Uh, um, all right, so it's looking like Chiefs are the early game. Yep. Everyone is going to have a Chiefs-Rams parlay, which money line. Be, yeah. yeah, Chiefs-Rams uh, yeah. money line parlay would be basically even odds. And that, I think, helps my Niners thing. This is where we get to one of our favorite things. We don't get to do this very often. Mm-hmm. A little game show we like to call, Should I Hedge? So oh, I yeah. Have, okay. I have this too, but not not as much. I wasn't as confident in this as you were. 17 to 1, right? I have the Niners at 17 to 1 for this mm-hmm. game. And their actual money line is plus 150. The Rams are minus 180. Right. So one of the moves, they'll have, I don't know if they have the adjusted lines yet. Oh, they do. They do? So on FanDuel, oh, wow. and I would recommend people looking at the adjusted lines because they let you parlay them and there's some good stuff. I can do the Rams plus three and a half Oh, for, mi- for minus two seventy, uh-huh. try to middle it. Take the seventeen to one. Basically, take everything I would make for the seventeen to one, and make it so the minus two seventy. And basically, like I can't lose, but I have a chance to middle them if it's a three point game. So tw- I don't have to get into how much you have, but twenty seven hundred wins you a thousand. Well, right? let's say I have a hundred bucks on the seventeen to one. It's okay, we could, more. we could lie and tell. We'll say a hundred. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would yeah. let's say I'm going to win seventeen hundred bucks if the Niners win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I could do Rams plus three and a half for seventeen hundred bucks, which would win me like six hundred bucks. Wait, oh no, I wouldn't do what? it for that much. I would do it for no. like a thousand bucks. Risking a thousand. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how how yeah, can yeah. I win money either way, right? Oh, you're gonna lose. You're, you're not. Yeah, close I'm, to I'm already this confused. Out. Hey, listen, you're messed up. Forget it. Just, just write the out. check. Just write the check. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe take for half of what I would win with the Niners. Yeah, I put on the adjusted money line for the yeah, Rams, yeah. and then try to middle it. Mm-hmm. That's that. I'll end up doing nothing. You got that great Rams kicker to win by three. Yeah, you're set. When Jimmy G <laughs> throws those slow out passes. To the D back who's running up to hit the guy and doesn't realize he has a pick six. Every mm-hmm. time it's a heart attack. And I'm ready oh, for yeah. more of them next weekend. I love it. How about Kittle? Kittle just out of it and then makes that great catch. Like either uh, you're like, is he still on this team? Like, oh, yeah, he made yeah. one of the greatest catches I've ever seen for a tight end, uh, balancing himself uh, out of bounds and, and catching it somehow. All right. So before we go to Parent Corner, just to recap the storylines that mm-hmm. we had this weekend. It might have been Tom Brady's last game. It might have been Aaron Rodgers' last Packers game. We're good with that. We had three straight last second end of the game field goals, three walk-off field goals in a row, which had never happened before. Yep. We had Allen versus Mahomes for the championship belt. We had a Joe Burrow arrival. Joe Burrow's now here. Mm-hmm. We had this vindicated Stafford trade. We had the Rams avoiding 2017 Falcons infamy. And we had Buffalo 
going to the fucking abyss. Yep. Yeah, that's a number one story. And, that and, and Collinsworth and Scotty Miller getting engaged. And yeah, Collinsworth, Scotty Miller. Yeah. And I guess you could throw in Rogers becoming a gigantic heel. I think he's now officially a heel. He's like, he's, he is. He's right? Like when Roman Reigns finally embraced it and was like, fuck it, I'm going to be a bad guy. I, I mean, we could read like my 20 favorite Twitter jokes about Aaron Rodgers, but but we'll be here all night. Like they were, it was tremendous. You're right. There was never an onslaught like that on social media. So who do you think feels the worst out of anyone this weekend? Buffalo fans first. Who feels the worst? No Sean question. McDermott? Uh, Not squib kicking? Oh, what, do you, what do you think Sean McDermott? Yeah. Who feels the worst right now? Bills fans won. I mean, Bills, uh, you, you, Bills, whatever, gets the top four, right? Like Josh Allen. Jo yeah. He's feeling bad. Like Josh Allen shouldn't feel bad. He played the game of his life. But Tannehill's got to feel bad. Tannehill, for sure. I, I think he shares it with, um, I think he shares it with Vrabel, though. I really do. Well, and Rodgers isn't capable of feeling bad, but he should definitely be uh, top three. Vrabel can go visit him at the DeLone Penitentiary. Yeah. All right, let's go to Parent Corner. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by CarMax. The CarMax Love Your Car Guarantee lets you test drive a car for 24 hours, and that means you can really use it for a full day. How wonderful is that? See how well your phone and music connect to the car? You can do that. See if it's roomy enough for the kids, the pets, and all your gear. Sounds great. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax, car buying reimagined. All right, you're up, Sal. Um, hey, have you ever seen a rugby game in person? Uh, in college, you did your your college had rugby. like a club yeah. rugby. Yeah, they had like a club team. Yeah, my son is on the high school rugby team, and this is after like a grueling football season. Like they mm. played like thirteen games or something crazy. I was like, just to throw the javelin or something. Just don't. Why are you messing your body up even more? He's like, nah, my buddies are playing rugby. I'm like, all right. And like, I finally got to see a game, and uh, well, they lost sixty one five. So that's, let me just say that, but 61 to five, 61 to five, because did they if cover? you're bad, you're getting, they're not covered. They were getting 49 and a half, but if you're bad, you don't, the team that scores, here's how it's different from football in many ways, but the team that scores gets the ball back. So Ooh. you could go, you can go an hour without touching the ball at all. And if you have a team that's a brute and these guys, and the other thing is my son wears number four. But it goes yeah. by position. So six other kids are wearing number four. And they're oh all my like, God. like they're built like him. And they all have like green cleats. And they have um, like that skull cap that you wear that's like in place in lieu of a helmet. And it's a messed up game. It's really like you just like sit there and pray you don't no one steps on your nose for an hour right. and a half until it's over. But so he's wearing um, a mouthpiece. That's it. Is yeah, there like he's a, a mouthpiece. It's like it's it's like a swim cap. It's not even a helmet, but and you just don't want to take a knee to the the face. Like it's a it's a really crazy game. But it, I did enjoy it after you know, aside from the sixty one five uh, drubbing, it is kind of fun to watch once you figure out what's going on. There you go. I'm just saying, catch a rugby game. <laughs> so your son is now playing just, now a rugby player. Do yeah, girls like this? Uh, not, not that I could tell so far. <laughs> I scanned the, the seats and, um, there weren't too many watching. Rugby, had, you know, so like, it's not bad to get tackled because you kind of, the other team has to wait for you to pass the ball back and then you could, uh, just make your way up the field. I don't know. It's like watching a war. My son wants to play. Football. Yeah. He should play. He'd love what's, it. What's going on with Jack Romo Iacono? 
Big like, Steelers he, fan. I don't know. What's he doing what's now it? that now that Big Ben's gone? How is he very tormenting upset. you? Your very team's upset. out. How does he torture you? You're right. Well, now he's very, um, very much into like the USFL and Arena League and a lot of leagues that no one gives a shit about, and constantly bringing it up and how Coachella Valley is starting to has an Arena League coming in there and minor league hockey. All these leagues that I don't care about, but I have to keep up with to make them happy. By parent corner, um, you don't have girls. No, thank you. That's you it. Know, That's your parent. Great, you have yeah. a great relationship with uh, my daughter, as I've discussed many times. But eleventh yeah. um, grade, it's it's been a little rocky for us. Mm-hmm. Rocky Step four eight. or yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's before Rocky five. Okay, uh, you know she drives now, not mm-hmm. home. That never wants to see us. All that stuff, but very short, very short lately. But I never get mad at my daughter. And then finally, um, Wednesday night, we were trying to figure out, she had like soccer games for school the next two days and some other things and trying to talk to her about how to point out her schedule. Mm-hmm. And she's not really listening to me and she's on her phone. And then finally I got mad and I was like, that's it. I'm not going to your game tomorrow. She's like, don't go. That's fine. It was like, Uh-oh. wait, we had like a real fight. So it's interesting because my mom hasn't talked to me for three weeks because I made the joke that she gave all of us COVID four weeks ago. So my mom still <laughs> refuses to talk to me. That's I'm not. Even, I don't even feel like I'm fighting with her, but she's. And then my my kids hang out with her, and she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm not talking to him anymore. So I'm like, I, I guess that's it. I'm just <laughs> never, never talking to my mom again. So I had, I had a 12 hour window Wednesday and Thursday where I wasn't talking to two of the three most important females in my life. Like we're yeah. not talking to me. And I the didn't other go to one's Michelle on Tafoya. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no, no, Michelle right, and I are still talking. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, so yeah. So then we made up on Thursday, me and my daughter, and then mm-hmm. I took her to the game on Friday and we kind of rebuilt it, gave her some life advice on things. And I feel like we're okay, but I'm sure something else will happen next week. Oh, but. That's good. But yeah, I was I was feuding with two of the three women in my life for twelve hours. My mom, we're now on. It's like the Iran hostage crisis. It's oh, you're like still not talking day, to her. Day thirty-two. Oh. Yeah, my mom, we're still not talking. Won't talk. Why don't to you me. just say you were kidding around and everyone's got COVID this month? And my mom didn't talk to her brother for eight years. That's pretty good. It's like, like an actual thing that happened. Like you think you're like well, you know, you're Italian. Yeah, you, of like, course. The Italians yeah. are like they're fucking bonkers. Nothing so my mom won't sense. talk to me anymore. And it, it's all because she thought I insulted her mm-hmm. when I joked that she gave all of us COVID. She thought that was in very poor taste. So what, how does like, this we, fix itself? Like, your, your wife has to get involved now, right? No, because I'm out. I'm like, all right, well, if my mom doesn't <laughs> want to talk to me, so be it. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> so it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, I, I think we're both good with it. Maybe this is it. Maybe we're wow. going to parent kid the worst. I wonder if she has a parent corner telling this very story somewhere on her podcast. It's interesting. I, I don't know. I'm not <laughs> even... I, can you be in a feud if you're not feuding? I don't know how that works. I don't know. It's kind of what Aaron Rodgers has got going. Like, I'm not package. mad at my yeah. mom. And if she called tomorrow, I'd be like, hey, how's it going? But she yeah, doesn't yeah. want to talk to me. Right. So what's the longest you've gone without talking to either of your parents? Uh, my father, um, almost a year. Exactly. Almost a year. Yeah, yeah, we got into an argument at uh, my kid's soccer game, Jack Romo soccer. Game. I remember because this. He, yeah, he told me uh, he claims I told him the wrong field, and you know he never answers his cell phone, which 100 percent of these things are fixed. But but we're we're okay now. 
That's good. <laughs> Wait, what, what's the common denominator? It's crazy Your father. Italians. Everyone's Your father, Italian. an Italian yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's now it's me and my mom heading toward month two of us not talking because I made a joke. Just talk though, because th- things are uh, things are weird in the world. Just talk to her. Just be the man. Be the man here. Be a big. You think man. I should apologize for making yeah, a joke? Yeah. What do you care? So what if you, if you mean it or not? Just apologize. Just wanted more bang for my buck with a parent feud. <laughs> like I really want to be like, oh yeah, she was right. I really crossed the line, but I, I really don't feel like I crossed the line. Well, you you want to you want to break hers and uh, and Uncle Luigi's record of eight years? What are you going to you can't? What are you going to do, <laughs> Uncle Ricky? <laughs> Is it Uncle Ricky? <laughs> Uncle Ricky's like it was the best eight years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and now they talk now, or, or yeah, Uncle talk, Ricky's they gone? Talk that. No, they talk okay. that. Uncle Ricky. Oh, well, maybe great. call Uncle Ricky and get some advice from him. Well, he'll be like, oh, keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has a record like uh, <laughs> 72 Dolphins and the Falcons. What an oh, action-packed paracorder. All right, paracorder. Today's paracorder is brought to you by CarMax. With the CarMax Love Your Car Guarantee, you can take up to 30 days to decide if a car is the right fit, and you can return the car for any reason for a full refund up to 1,500 miles. Take the time to see how it really feels, whether you're commuting or heading out for a weekend adventure. Learn more at CarMax.com. CarMax. Car buying. Reimagined. All right, what do you got to plug, Sal? Uh, Fox Bet Live, FS1, uh, 5 p.m., Eastern, Monday, Thursday, Friday, and extrapoints.com. All your sports gambling needs are taken care of against mm. all odds. We'll uh, be on Monday. So check all that out. So Harry's going to be very braggadocious. Yeah, I may have to cut his his mic. I don't know. Did Harry, Harry must have won money this weekend, right? I think he did, although he had a lot on the bills. And I think he had the bills adjusted plus four and a half. The, plus, <laughs> the bills plus four and a half is a miserable loss. I forgot about lines. that. The tease is covered, but the adjusted lines did yeah, not cover. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the thing with Harry is the Australian Open's going on right now, which is usually <laughs> a death knell for him. That's bad. He's betting Algerian soccer. He doesn't stop. He had 44 bets in as of last Saturday morning. I didn't even check on him this week. Has Harry started to uh, really hone in on the Winter Olympics or no? Oh, no. No, I should find out uh, what's going I on. I guarantee there. he has. I guarantee he's got snowboarding thoughts. Yeah. Maybe some pairs figure skating. <laughs> he is a mess. He is an absolute mess. All right, Sal. Good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. I screwed that up. <laughs> good job. I was going to say, I was going to say, good job by you. Not a good job by Aaron Rodgers. Good job by you. <laughs> I'll take that. Good job by you, buddy. <laughs> All right. That's it for the podcast. Thanks to Kyle Creighton for producing. Thanks to Dylan Berkey. Thanks to Steve Cerruti. And we will be back on this feed on Tuesday. Don't forget, new rewatchables, Monday Night Casino. That is coming. And I'll see you here on Tuesday. This episode is brought to you by Dr. Squatch. What you use in your personal care routine matters, so upgrade your lineup with Dr. Squatch. They have high-performing natural products with no harmful ingredients. That'll have you looking and smelling your best, like their wood barrel bourbon bar soap and lotion, 
or their Bay Rum deodorant. They even have some limited edition soaps like their Avengers and Star Wars collections. Those seem like they'd be fun to try. And right now, they have an amazing offer for new customers. Get 20% off your first purchase of any amount or subscription order by going to drsquatch.com slash Simmons or use the code Simmons at checkout. 